Over 6 million men suffer from depression each year. It's likely that somebody you know is experiencing feelings of depression or anxiety right now. Making the decision to start a conversation with a friend or a loved one about mental health takes courage and strength, and you have the power to make a difference in their lives. You're listening to Breathe, where we do our best to erase the stigma surrounding men's mental health by talking openly and honestly about our shit. I'm Everett, and today I have more than just a special guest. I have a very good friend of mine, a very down-to-earth, a very real, very, very smart, loving guest, a close friend. He is an educator, an artist, a yogi, and he'll still give you buckets. My friend, Dominic Reddix. How are we doing, Dom? What's up, bro? Um, I, how you doing, man? If um, it's it's crazy. Like uh, <laughs> I knew we had to do this pod today, and I was like, man, I might have to call him and cancel because I, I'm because I'm, I'm depressed today. I was like, mm. I'm I'm not feeling good. Yeah. Well, so let's, I, mean, well I might as well come on here and be transparent. Yeah, man. Well, let's <clears throat> let's talk about it, man. How, what is uh? What does your depression feel like, man? Like physically, mentally, spiritually? Like what is like what is what color is it? You know what I mean? What's the texture? What does it feel like? And then we can talk about kind of what's going on in your life, man. Um that shit just feels it feels like dread. Mm-hmm. Like straight dread, like uh or like me, like you know what I'm saying? Like it ah. Like or, or you know or like a muffled sound of my voice in the pillow being like fuck, mm. you know what I'm saying? Like Ooh. and just not be not not feeling it like like an empty water bottle. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? I'm I'm very yes, I do know what you mean. Um, what's going on, man? What's 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 happening? Or what's if not be, happening? If I'm being a hundred with you, bro, like if I'm being a hundred, hundred, like. Like nothing, you know what I'm saying? Like nothing. Like like my my last little episode I had was like uh like when my cousin passed, mm-hmm. and and I feel like that that made sense. Like it was it was it was it's a triggering event, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Like a real life event. Like I was like yeah. my best friend, yeah. but like I went like six seven months like going hard. Like can nobody tell me nothing? I was right. You know, I was doing my not not in an arrogant way, but like a mm-hmm. a confident flowing. I'm in my I'm in my groove. Yeah, type. and um. And these past two weeks has just been heavy, bro. Like whether it's been um, like teaching virtually. Oh yeah, yeah. Parent, parent conferences, like trying to see family, but also not get COVID. Mm, yeah. Um, my brother got into a car accident. The yeah. election. Oof. And then like, yeah, and then, you know what I'm saying? And then just like trying to like uh, be a good partner with my girl and trying to figure out that too. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. And then ultimately too, like uh, I, I got you know I, I've had a lot of music I've been working on during quarantine, but mm-hmm. uh, but like have haven't put it out. You know what I'm saying? Like like not not everything. It's not all finished. Like and I and I'm I'm definitely not trying to rush it because mm-hmm. I see I, I see how important timing is when it comes to like these drops. But at yeah. the same time, I'm like I'm itching. Like I'm itching. Like and yeah. and you know what I'm saying? And, and, and going back to school too. So like it's it's a lot it's a lot at once and yes a couple of days ago i didn't i didn't it didn't feel like a lot at once because i felt like i was taking care of myself but yeah 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 
but whenever I fall off of, you know, really fall off of just taking care of my mind and my body, like mm-hmm. that's where it really goes. Yeah. It like, <clears throat> it's almost like it, uh, I, I, I totally know what you mean. It's almost like it, like it, it catches up with you somehow, some way, you know, it's like, I know for me, one of the things that I, I've realized with my, with my depression and like, I don't have, I don't have like frequent depre- uh, depressive episodes, but or at least I haven't over the years, but like, especially in quarantine, I've realized that for years I've like, I've, I've worked and I've like moved so much and so fast that like, it can't catch up with me. Like I'm not, I'm not stopping. I'm not slowing down so that like my demons can't catch up with me. Right. And then as soon as like, you know, COVID and, uh, and, and quarantine hit where like, I'm forced to slow down and forced to stop moving. They catch up with me. And those are demons that have been, that are years old and they caught up with me. And, and it's just because the nature of things like some, you know, seasons change, some things happen that I didn't expect, whatever, but all of these old feelings that I've suppressed for years are like, and we're here Everett. like, Hope you know how to feel these. Hope you know how to deal with them. If you don't, guess what you finna be depressed. And uh, and that's been that's kind of been like my experience, um, at least with, you know, especially now, because <clears throat> just like you, like I have put a lot on my plate, you know, not thinking and like, you know, like you said, like I've been in my bag, I've been on my shit. And I didn't, and I wasn't, and I didn't expect to feel this way at all until I started to. And now I'm like, damn, like, this is a lot. And I got stuff that I'm trying to like work through. Um, I don't know if you feel, I don't know if you feel comfortable talking about it or going back in time a little bit, but um, like, you know, I, I know, like knowing you, I know that like this depression stuff isn't something brand new to you and brand new to your life. Um, can you kind of talk about maybe some early moments or the first moment or, um, you know, like when you, when you started to kind of feel that, that heaviness, that depression. um, And if you can kind of like recognize, you know, cause I, I know, I know growing up, like you, a lot of people don't really recognize that they're, depressed they just kind of were like I'm feeling weird but can you kind of like go back and recognize the first moment when you're like whoa I'm depressed and I don't know how to deal with it uh like 10 or 10 or 11 yeah 10 or 11 like I, it was um it you know it, I, I was at a I was, I was going to a you know a, pri- a private like private Christian school with like all white kids, you know what I'm saying? I was like one of like five, mm-hmm. yeah. uh, like K 12, you know what I'm saying? So like, yeah, it was a lack of diversity, but like, I, I remember like, you know, like, uh, it's not, you know, not just not feeling like understood or accepted, you know, it's like getting, getting, you know, getting asked questions like, why is your skin so shiny? Cause I put on, you know, Vaseline and lotion and shit. Like, right. Okay, like, well, why is your hair so greasy? It looks like curly fries, you know what I'm saying? So like, I was having like a little bit of identity issues mm-hmm. trying to figure out like where I fit in. Mm-hmm. And um, but then I'll never forget, bro. It was a, it was a, I was blessed. I was able to go like you know like snowboarding mm-hmm. at, at eleven, and um, and I, and I remember being in Big Bear, 
in a cabin, like on the second floor and just feeling like, like just, you know, just not feeling like connected or understood. Yeah. Cause, um, cause you, you, you know, you know, black parents could be like, boy, nothing wrong with you. You know what I'm saying? Like when in reality, it's like, nigga, everything's wrong with you. Everything's Every- wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'll just never forget being on that second, uh, like even at that age, like having like suicide ideation, being like, damn, if I jump right now. Right. Like, yep. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I wouldn't have to deal with that other shit. Right. You know what I mean? Like having that thought at like 11 in Big Bear, like I remember specifically. And I, and I remember like having like, because uh, it, was, it was a private school. So like, I was writing like uh, like three paragraph essays in fourth grade. You know what I'm saying? I was in fourth grade. So like, I remember like having to like do that and having like math and then like my mom being like kind of grumpy because of like the situation we had at home and right you know just feeling like everything was a lot you know being being first born like just felt like a lot mm-hmm. and I just and I just felt like kind of debilitated even then you know what I'm saying I like just chilling in the room hiding right. in the room yeah I was gonna say how did you how did you like how'd you cope with it how'd you deal with it how did you you know and and they don't need necessarily have to be like healthy ways of coping just like how did you say okay i don't want to like sit here in this pain like i'm gonna do this or you just found like what were your outlets my outlets um really like uh i would say my brother like like he and i would compete he and i used to go ham like he like he like to this day he's a better like i'm you know you know i'm, I'm a hooper I, i'm nice yes. but he's a better hooper than i am really you know what i'm saying like he's yeah he's nice nigga like he can he can still go play overseas right now but you know the whole COVID thing kind of right that. Um, but you know what I'm saying? Like I, I had him to compete with where we was like outside hooping or like, you know what I'm saying like doing two, like doing pushups or, uh, playing 2k or NBA live, like, mm-hmm. um, and, but, but then also like there were times where like, I didn't know how to deal with like what I was feeling. So like, I would take it out on him. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, like years yeah. later, I apologize for all that. But like mm-hmm. at that moment, that's how I did. So like sports and, and just having a brother competing. I would say at at that age, for sure. As I got older, like, I would say, you know, like around like 16, 17, definitely more like trying to hang out with women. You know what I'm saying? Not not even smashing. Yeah. You know, not even smashing, but just like enjoying like the the understanding and and the empathy Mm. and the willingness to like listen that, 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 that women like were able to give me at that point in my life that like men weren't. Ooh, let's talk about dude i <laughs> it's funny i can I, that part i can very much relate to um because i know for me uh growing up i always had like an insecurity about uh i always had an insecurity about like uh what women thought of me right like i never got i never really got girls and I never like until I never really got like that attention or at least I didn't really know what to do with the attention from women like ever right mm-hmm. and um and so I had a lot of platonic girlfriends but when it came to and so that that made me that made me feel a little better in terms of like because all the all the dudes that I would hang with were like I mean, look, looking back at like, you can't blame them, but like all the dudes that I would hang with, like growing up, they're like, had just a lot of toxic masculinity type things. And wherever it came from, whether it's their parents or, excuse me, or, you know, who peer pressure, like I, that peer pressure really, really did something 
bad to me, right? There were moments when, you know, where some of some guy friends and even some family like would try to like say ever like go go smash at like, you know, at like before I it doesn't even matter what age, before I was ready, right? And this was probably like 16 maybe. I wasn't ready. I was like, I don't or ever like go get her number and like I don't know what to say. Like every good like I don't like I had a very I had like a fear of talking to women and like on a like on a romantic level right but I did find like solace in like just being friends with women and that understanding of like hey I'm not like I'm not here trying to like smash everybody I'm not here trying to like you know get in nobody's pants I'm not here trying to like sweet talk like I'm here because I got like I want to talk about my feelings. I want to talk about like, you know, like stuff that, yeah, yeah, like, like be friend, like whatever it is we're talking about. So I can totally, and that, and that gave me confidence, like, because I knew, because hanging out with women, I knew as friends, they would give me advice on how to approach women, like romantically, you know, and sometimes it was like bad advice because girls want an asshole. I'm like, man, what? I don't know how to do that. (laughs) You know, but, you know, but it it just helped. It gave me like a a perspective that I thought was a lot, um, a lot easier to kind of understand. Cause I'm like, okay, these guys are not like the guys that I would quote unquote hang with. They don't know what they're doing. Cause like they're seen as like assholes and I don't want to be seen that way, but like they get all the girls, but they're seen as assholes. Like I don't understand. Right. So it was just kind of like, okay, let me like see what the girls want. And then, you know, and then I'll figure out how to like approach it. But that ended up like that ended had its own problems later and later down the line, because I would believe certain things like, oh, this is what girls want. And then I found out like that <laughs> girls don't want that. Like <laughs> so or at least, you know, girls don't want that women later. And then later, even later down the line after that, I realized, oh, that's what women want okay cool i like i'm ahead of my years based off of like the the advice that i got but that's that's beside the point but i can definitely relate in terms of like hanging out with women like kind of you know um eases that that anxiety or that depression or that 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 missing that missing gap um moving later into your, you know, into your adult years, um, you know, we're, we can, I mean, and you kind of touched on it earlier um, in the episode, like talk about how, talk about how that feeling that, that, that depression may have intensified over the years. Um, Cause I know, I know, there was probably a point when you decided this is too much. I need to find out some ways to manage this. And I want you to kind of touch on the points where it was too much, where it was just a lot. And you realize, cause, cause, and I'm only basing this off of now. I know that you have some very healthy ways of dealing with it and of managing it. And it may not feel great, but it, I know that like long-term it is very healthy the way that you're, you manage a lot of your, your emotions. Right. But I want to go back to the time when in your adulthood where you felt it heavy, 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 and you didn't know how to manage it well. And I want to kind of and if you can identify like when that was happening. Freshman year of 
college, um, uh, I took a calculus class that, uh, that I needed for the sports med major. And like, and I, you know, and, and, and I, did, I, did, I did really well in high school, right? So like my freshman year, I thought I was gonna come in like killing it, you know what I'm saying? Cause I did, yeah. I did really well in high school. Like, like literally once, like I got one C and I was in calculus, right? So I was like, all right, I gotta take calculus again cause I didn't pass the AP test. Right. Cool, let's do this. Uh, looked up and and I'll never forget like like being on the brink of like a C slash D and not really knowing what was going to happen and like studying my ass off like for a couple of days, getting to the test and um and I had like my first panic attack since like high school, like mm. like like year. Um, I was in the middle. I was actually in the middle of the test and I and I started hyperventilating. Mm-hmm. And I went. I had to go outside for like 12, 15 minutes, something like that. It was a long time. Dang. And I just and I just couldn't breathe. Like I was crying. Like I was I was scared because I I hadn't had a I hadn't had a panic attack at like nineteen. I hadn't had one since I was like 15, 16. Well, hold on. Let's let's go back because that's 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 important, man. Like your first panic attack. Talk about like what was that? How what was that about? Like how did that? Uh, how, uh, that's tough because I, I, that goes back to like early, like early sports days. Mm-hmm. That goes back to early, early sports days and and um, yeah, yeah, like okay. like, you know, like 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 practicing mm-hmm. and then like getting so caught up in like how I was feeling that like I just couldn't breathe no more. Yeah, I feel that. Yep, been there, been there for sure. Especially playing pop Warner football, I definitely had it. <laughs> I definitely had one of those because I didn't like playing football. Um, Contact sport it was too much for me, man. Um, so you had a panic attack in college, and yeah, and was that the moment you realized, okay, I got, I got some like this isn't this isn't necessarily a normal thing for to to happen or a healthy thing to happen, and I got to figure out how to deal with this. Yeah, like you know, because I mean. I never, I never like, you know what I'm saying, went to, uh, you know, like growing up, I, w- I didn't, I wasn't diagnosed by a psychiatrist. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, so for a long time, I did feel like I was fucking crazy. Like, you know what I mean? Like, just feeling like, damn, like, I guess, I guess I am tripping. I guess everybody else is right. I'm just, I'm just fucking tripping. Like, this is my bad. Like, yeah. sorry, I'll do better. Yeah. Um, but like, but it was after that, that I was like, yo, I, I know I I know I need help like like this is like this isn't a like pray to Jesus type thing like this is right. like like it's not one of the moments like right, right. I was try, again and I try to use religion to fix that for a while too Ooh, but like yeah I had to realize like yo like it's not it like r- these ritual like r- I'm saying religious rituals like yes they can be helpful but like mm. I need to figure this shit out I need to figure out what the source is so I started going to uh, uh the, the counseling center that had like you know like free counseling and, and psychology sessions at Pepperdine. Oh, yeah. oh yeah, they those saved my life. Yeah, yeah, I went for like a year and a half, almost two years, and that shit was great. Like, um, it it was with that that like I was able to do a little, as I've always been, you know, cerebral and reflective mm-hmm. and self critical. Mm-hmm. But as opposed to being self critical, and you know, what I'm saying like and 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 then being like you know focusing on my gaps. I was a little more reflective in looking at my assets mm-hmm. and figuring out like what I can do to like be the best me that I can fucking be. Cause I was mm-hmm. tired of like looking up and trying to be my best, but looking up and being like, dang, I'm just not close. I'm just not right. even close. I know I'm not. Yeah. 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 What did you, so 
even moving on even further in life, I know that you've you've been on your own healing journey as well, and you've been very conscious about it. Um, tell me, definitely. Tell me a little bit about like what's that what what that's looked like, and you know you can go into details about you know talking about your you um, you meditating and like how that started, you doing yoga, how that started, just like everything that you've done to slowly heal any any scars or any wounds that any emotional wounds that you may have had uh, over the years. I think that started with, um, that started when I got a concussion. So like, so yes, ironically, it was a, it was technically a brain injury that like brought me to this, <laughs> that brought me to this like realization, right. but, um, you know what I'm saying? And like, and, and brought me to the life and lifestyle that I'm at, but, mm-hmm. um, it started with truth. Mm-hmm. It started to wonder to understand and, 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 and understand me and my truth and the and like kind of like the truth of life and what is true for me. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, so, so looking up and, and being like, wait, damn, I'm on this, I'm on this division one basketball team that I worked hard to get on, but I don't, I don't like this right now. Like yes. I, I, I like, 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 like the blood, sweat and tears that I love putting in. I love putting into this, this game. Mm-hmm. I don't feel that right now. I don't, I don't like the way I'm being talked to. I don't like the way I'm being treated. Mm. I have no time for myself. I have no time for my friends, but I'm living my dream. Mm. Quote unquote, yeah. It was my dream. And it was like, damn. And I, and I remember like getting a, getting a concussion. And and two people over the course of like a week, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like two people, like including like teammates, two people like hit me up and was like, hey, you good, Reddix? Wow. And but but like you know like, and, and I'm, I'm not gonna lie I wasn't mad about that that was a blessing because I got to actually be by myself yeah yeah for once mm, yeah like for real for real I got to be by myself for once and I actually got to like once again like be ref- I got to be reflective because I had a little bit of training after after my therapy sessions I was like damn is this serving me right or is this hurting me right yeah so so quitting basketball was first mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. um and then. Uh, a breakup from a relationship because mm-hmm. I got into it because you know because after that like you know so I graduated and then I was in a relationship but then like you know it was it, it didn't end like you know saying very cordially in that moment like right. you know, we ended up being cool later you know so we cool but, like you know saying like in that right. moment it was like damn like I'm hurt so yeah. it was that I had to quit a job because they were paying me like ten dollars an hour yeah um, which was awfully disrespectful at that time yeah and they cut my hours. Mm. And then um oh, and, and, and I was just in a car accident. So like I had to like so I had like like a sprained knee and I had to like go to like a what's it called? Uh the chiropractor for a couple of months because of my neck. Yeah. So all those things happening. I'm living in Santa Clarita, you know what I'm saying? Like I legit feel like alone. My mm. roommate my roommates are at work. Um not getting home to like five, six. And I'm just at the and I and I'm just at the crib like with all the time, mm-hmm. with no money, no 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 money, no you know I'm sorry, no funds to go nowhere. Yeah, no one's coming to see me. Um, I feel almost embarrassed to like reach out to people. Right, right, yeah. And and you know what I'm saying and because of the accident, like I had a I, I prescript I had some prescriptions and I had you know what I'm saying like there was there was you know, I had some forty ounces and you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. yeah, I, 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 and there was a lot of there was some substances yeah there was some 
circumstances. Yeah, yeah. And it wasn't until um it there was there was just a night where 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 the homie Kevin came back. He came back home and mm-hmm. he saw me and he was like, "My oh, nigga, what are you doing?" Yeah, yeah. And I and I, and I was already and I was already you know I was already inebriated and crying. I was inebriated and crying. I was like, bro, I just don't, I don't know. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. I just feel so lost. Yeah. And, um, but it, I promise you, it was after that night that he and I spoke. I'm going to keep our conversation, like, I, I, I always keep that between us. But yeah, yeah. After that night, like, I realized who it is I wanted to be. Mm-hmm. And that's when I started. And, and that's legit when I started meditating. That's when, that's when, that's when I looked up and took my first yoga class. Mm, yes. And, you know what I'm saying? And, and, and discovered uh like actually connecting my thoughts and my intentions to my body yeah in, 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 in a different way than it was with basketball yeah like it was just different it was, yeah. it was way more connected i want to um i want to and if anybody listened to like the last episode with pharaoh like and even the one before that with tyler like there's a like there's a theme right and even the, like people that know my experience right it, there's a theme here you really become you really start your healing journey when you get to the bottom right when you kind of hit that that rock bottom where it seems like nothing's going well where it seems like everything is just kind of flipped on his head and there's like and you don't know what to do right Mm -hmm. and i think as men um that's there's there's again there's a stigma that we're never supposed to be there. We always have to f- have it figured out. We always, like, we need to always be in control of our own lives. And, and if we don't have, and if we don't have our relationship in check, if we don't have that job in check, if we don't have, if we're just, our mental state is not, if we don't have a clear path as to what we're doing, then we're worthless, right? That's the, that's the, the, the demon in our head speaking, right? And so we feel that, right? We feel that pain. That's the demon in our heads, but that's also society, my, my that's, guy. And that's exactly. And so like, that's and that's and that's the thing that I really want, I really, really want people to understand that that being in that state is necessary. It's necessary. It's like a root canal. You gotta get down to the root of who you are as a as a being, just a being without all the the societal BS, so you can be so you can grow as a stronger you know, as a root canal analogy, stronger tooth, a stronger, more sturdy version of you. Right. And so what you're saying in, in, in your story is like, you were at that point where nothing was really going the way it was quote unquote supposed to be. But at the end of the day, that was supposed to happen so that you can go on, get on your healing journey and, and start meditating, learn yoga and like practicing yoga and becoming amazing at it. You know, like that you were you were it was necessary for you to go through that to become a fuller person. Right. And so I, I really I really um, I'm proud of you, man. I'm, I'm really proud of you and I'm really happy. And I'm I, I'm, I'm glad to kind of like see that um, the evolution of you. Um, one thing that we haven't, that I've never really, this is kind of a new question and I want to ask you this and you do not have to answer it. Um, but I, I really think that, um, <clears throat> I really want to talk about this before, before we wrap up. Um, <clears throat> when all the smoke. And, 
and I want to talk about triggers um, because that that I think is something that a lot of guys um, tend to be tend to not want to talk about because I think there's again like there's a stigma that certain things shouldn't trigger guys right like and that a trigger may be from a trigger for somebody an emotional trigger for somebody for somebody else may seem quote unquote silly minute dumb stupid right but i want to talk about and if again you do not have to you don't have to mention any of them if you don't want to but i want to know like what are some of what are some of your triggers what are some what are some things that kind of not even kind of some things that make you feel and make and make you spiral into a, a, a sad place, a depressing state. First one, like almost instantly that I can think of that's been like, you know, since a kid is like how 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 people decide to speak speak to me when they're upset. Because mm-hmm. like, because man, like I, I swear, like. I like I, 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 there's always pressure, you know what I'm saying? Like, it, it, like I, I don't care what I don't care. Like I, I don't care how like self actualized and confident I become. I mm-hmm. still always remember the society that I grew up in. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like that's, that's my that's my frame of reference. That's my mm-hmm. that's my that's my uh, that's my funds of knowledge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'll just never you know I'll never forget. Like I I, I love my mom to death. Mm-hmm. I love her to death, but like the way. When I was younger, the way that she would speak to me when she was upset, like really, like would make me feel like, like yeah. really worthless. Yeah. So even so, as an adult now, like you know, if you if you're a grown ass woman or man, and and you know, what I'm saying and you talk to me wild because you're upset, like right. to me, that's not really an excuse because, um, because 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 none of us get an excuse. I know I'm I'm never given an excuse. Right. So, you know, like there's, there's never an excuse. Like so. I think that we should all just do a better job of controlling ourselves, like and how we speak to each other. But I know for me, they're like that's, that's my trick. Looking up and being like, "Yo, you don't have to insult me just because you're upset. Like you don't have to defame and put me down and make me feel worthless because you're upset." Right. Yeah. 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 Because now, I, because now, like, because now your your emotion is more valuable than my entire existence. Then your yep, exact. That's real, man. That's real, and and I I also share that trigger with. Um, specific people in my life and people that are no longer in my life. You know, I, I have that trigger of like, uh, like respect, just mutual respect. Like I'm always going to respect somebody, you know, but if I don't get that respect back, I, it, it affects me, you know, it affects me deeply. So I, I, I appreciate you. Uh, I appreciate you sharing that. Cause again, like, I think it's, I, I do think it's important that uh, people understand that like their feelings are validated, you know, like we're allowed to be, we're allowed to be triggered. You know what I mean? That's, that's a misconception that like a negative, like being triggered by something that causes you a negative feeling, that negative feeling is not a negative feeling. It's just a feeling you're allowed to feel it. There's nothing negative about it. Right. And so I, I, I'm, I'm appreciative that that you're open to talking about like, yeah, it gives you that like if people talk to you a certain way, it triggers you and it gives you this 
this feeling and you know uh a lot of guys can relate to that so thank you for thank you for being open to talking about that uh for a quick second um we're gonna wrap up you said what wait what'd you say no, I said, at least in my personal um because like I don't know because like if I if I don't know you, you no, know, and, and if I know if I know you don't know me, you know, mm-hmm. say so you popping off of the mouth, I'm gonna kind of look at you like, oh you oh you big man, huh? You know, so uh, are you big man? Like I don't know, I'm sorry, you can't penetrate my energy, okay? <laughs> but like, you know, what I'm saying, but if it's like if, if it's my mom or my girl or my brother or like my best friends, like the people who like know like uh, my intimacies of my mind and my and my experiences in life. Mm-hmm. If I'm coming to you, you know, what I'm saying if, if you know if, if we're cool, if you know if, if we're all that, like if like you start talking to me, wow, I'm gonna kind of like take what you're saying seriously and with a little bit more, uh, yeah, just a little more seriousness because I trust you and I believe you. Yeah. So, you so 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 if you're saying these crazy ass, def, you know, saying defaming things about me, I'm taking it personal because I believe you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm that's, that's real. It's it's funny how the people. It's funny how the people closest to us can really like they know how to get under our skin and they will if they see an opportunity. And that drives me. up. I mean, again, that's a trigger for me. That drives me up the wall. You know, I again, like I shoot my my mom, my dad, my brother, like everybody in my family has said something to me. And I'm looking at them like, why did you say that? You know, that's something I'm insecure about. You've known that. And so you said that just to get a reaction out of me. And that hurt, you know? And, you know, it's just kind of like, a, I don't know, family matters, you know? But again, like even in relationships, man, like, I don't know. I honestly, to this day, I don't really understand what it what it is and why certain people like to do that. Um, but at the at the end of the day, like it's, I get to control how I how I accept that. You know what I mean? If I if I'm accepting that energy, you know what I mean? So, and that's, and that's not something easy to do. That takes practice. <laughs> that takes practice. And, you know, I know that you, you might know this, but something that I've learned is meditating is very helpful for me, you know, especially when I start to get stressed out. So um, lastly, we're going to wrap this up, but like the last question I want to ask you, man, is, and I ask everybody, this is, you know, as somebody who has had experience with depression in their life um, and still and still deal with it from time to time. Uh, <clears throat> what would you tell somebody right now during quarantine? And we all know that a lot of guys are going through it right now. What would you tell somebody who's going through something right now? Um Based off of your experience and your journey, something something. uh something that would help them? Honestly, because I feel like I need help right now, this is what I, this is the advice I would give to myself, which is ultimately giving advice to somebody else who's going through the same shit I am. Mm-hmm. And that's um, get up and move, right? Like, 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 it's way easier to lay down to get your ass up. Yes, sir. Um, reach out instead of isolating because mm. can because you you already feel disconnected from yourself and your people yes. yes further disconnection is only perpetuating it mm-hmm. hit up hit up your hit up your homies your family or your girl 
or your man's. Um, give yourself grace, fam. Like, don't beat yourself up about who you are and why you are the way you are, my nigga. Mm-hmm. You are who you are. Like, you are who you are. And this, this is who you've been your whole life. You know how to be. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, you are who you are and just accept it and, and take it a day at a time. And give yourself, like I said, give yourself grace because it's okay. That's it, man. That's, I mean, that's amazing. Thank you for saying those things because, you know, I'm over here sitting here. I'm like, dang, is he talking to me right now? Because I, because <laughs> I be going through my own struggles and I'm like, dang, you're right. Like, I gotta, I gotta get up. Like, I gotta give myself grace. I gotta reach out to my people. Like, all of those things. Um, all of that being said, you know, uh, I know I said I was going to wrap up, but I, I just kind of want to say, hey, man, like, I I hear you on in terms of like, you're going through something right now. And so am I. Um, but, you know, I'm, I'm here. You know what I mean? Like, you can always reach out to me and, you know, and and, and ask me for help because, you know, I, I, I would do the same. I have done the same to you. Like, hey, man, let's let's kick it because I need to talk and I need to. I need to get some things off my chest. So I know this kind of, this podcast was kind of like a way for you to <laughs> get some things off your chest, but you know, uh, off of the podcast, like, you know, um, you can always reach out to me and, 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 and ask me and we can talk and, uh, and we can just kind of rap and, and, you know, talk about, talk about things, man, honestly. So just, just know that, um, oh, bro. Oh, yeah. you, you're, you know, I'm always with it. Like, but you know, like, uh, I guess when you look up and you're like, damn, what's Dom been up to? That's usually when I'm isolating. You know what I'm saying? Not, yeah. not, not even <laughs> happens, but like, yeah. you know what I'm yeah. saying? I, I feel that. There have been plenty of times when I my phone my phone blows up and it's like, hey, how you doing? What's up? What you up to? And I'm over here in my bed. I'm like, <laughs> throw it behind me. I'm like, no, nah, I'm good. I'm, I'm just over here isolating and not talking to nobody. Right. But, you Stand know. Stand at the wall. Yeah, exactly. Staring at the wall, the ceiling, you know, inside of my pillow, whatever. Um, but I digress. Um, anyway, um, and side note, that goes for anybody who's listening to this. Like, you can always, like, I may not know you, and you can always, like, reach out. And uh, that's that's kind of what this platform is for. You can always reach out at the breathe podcast at gmail.com like if you have something that you just need somebody you need to talk to like hit me up that's that's what that email is for so um anyway uh dom thank you man thank you for thank you for hopping on this podcast thank you for being so transparent and honest and 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 telling your your story your experiences and and how you've dealt with dealt with this this depression thing man it's it's never easy it's never fun but uh we both know that it's necessary for growth and it's necessary you know sometimes sometimes you gotta be sad to be happy because if you're never sad you don't know what happiness feels like so you know um it's it's all part of the life process so again thank you so much uh thank you so much for for coming on um let's plug real quick like where can the people find you find your music find everything that you do oh man if you want to hear the music i'm on i'm on all the major dsps you know what i'm saying spotify apple uh amazon title you gotta look up dominic reddicks you know what i'm saying the full name uh and then you know I, ig is reddicks underscore 
Uh, Twitter is Reddix2 underscore. And don't add me on Facebook. Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. You, you you guys heard it. That's where you can find Dom. Check out, honestly, check out his music, man. It's, it's fire. I'm a fan. Um, you know. Freestyle. Check it. Uh, uh, yeah. uh, uh okay. <laughs> Coming live from the 408. Anyway, um, and I'm in LA, so that's not going to slide. <laughs> anyway, Dom, thank you again. Oh, <laughs> thank you again for uh for hopping on the podcast man um we you're more than welcome to to come back and and we can do we can do another one we can do another life update and uh yeah thank thank you for being on the i think this is like the third episode of the breathe podcast and yeah you, your your perspective your perspective has potentially saved a lot of a lot of people a lot of pain so thank you man Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Good things coming in threes. Yes, sir. Thanks for listening to this episode of Breathe. If you'd like to be a guest on our show and share your experience with mental health, email us at thebreathepodcast at gmail.com.